Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Tasha, are you ready? I'm ready. I love it. I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Money Savage Engage. This is George Grumbacher. Tasha Smith is the founder of Emerge Sales Training. She is a speaker and she is an author. Excited to have you on. Tasha, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, I think the funniest thing about my personal life is I live in a city called Corona, California, Mm. Um, which always makes people (laughs) giggle right now. Um, I married, my husband's name is Charlie. I have two daughters. They're eight and 10. Uh, I'm known for loving tacos. And what I do in my business is we help entrepreneurs specifically in the network marketing industry, improve their sales, leadership, and business skills, um, really so they can have a, a real business and a lot of confidence and increase, um, their income levels while, you know, being able to manage it all. So we're really focused on a lot of the communication skills, uh, when it comes to talking to people in the sales and leadership space. Yeah. Well, I certainly appreciate that. So living in Corona, it's funny. I I didn't really put it together. I I spent some time (laughs) in, in Southern California and so I'm familiar with Corona, but, but now that you say that, I'm sure that does get a chuckle. So, (laughs) All right. So, so when you say you help people have a real business, what does that mean? Well, I think a lot of entrepreneurs, they take their technical knowledge. Um, let's take a CPA that wants to run their own business on their own or someone in the network marketing space that has this amazing product and they want to share it with people. And they really, on a lot of times, most entrepreneurs, they're entry level, right? They don't have that training and how do I look at numbers and what skills do I need to improve? They're just kind of going off of emotion and enthusiasm and excitement. And so when I think about just really simple things, like most people that have an accountant do their taxes at the end of the year, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we want to make sure that to make sure your business isn't actually a hobby. My question is, do you hold a profit and loss monthly that you look at? If you don't have a monthly profit and loss, I'm sure you're in alignment with this as your podcast is called Money Savage, then do you have a hobby or do you have a business? If you have a business, then um, you have to be able to exchange product or service for dollars, which means, I'm sorry to break it to you, you are in sales. Most people say, I'm not a salesperson, I'm not a salesperson, I'm not a salesperson. And it's because they have this image of, the car salesperson who is rude, who is pushy, who is annoying. Um, but that's because they're not trained well. And if we are going to be able with our businesses to feed our families, to pay our mortgages, right. To have, I'm not even talking about the jets or the pools or any of that to have just a good life. We need to understand that sales is honorable. It's about, um, solving a problem. And that our customers, what they do is they see the solution is more valuable than dollars in their pocket. And so they want to make that exchange. And when we have an honorable view of what a sale is and what the sales process looks like, um, that's really a core business principle because unless a sale is made, 
you have no business. Amen. I appreciate that. It, I think that, that is such an enormous problem that so many of us have or have, have had in the past, which is you have some kind of a negative perception or view of what it means to be a salesperson. And to your point, at some level, we're all salespeople. Um, so how do you go and figure out and sort of go back into your history and, 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 and recognize that, that you might have that negative belief or feeling? I mean, it's pretty obvious in the behavior. If you say, um, how do you feel about sales? And you can just tell by the person's face Mm. or the emotions that come up. Uh, Typically what I do, so I do a lot of one-on-one coaching and um, also we do have a membership and some group coaching and such. And what I typically do is just ask, what's hard about making sales? And just let everyone just say the things, right? I don't want to ruin relationships. I don't want to be pushy. I want people to know that I'm authentic. And then the next question we ask is why don't people buy? And we make a list of all the reasons people, um, don't buy. Right. And then we just craft an approach that overcomes those in advance so that you don't need to worry about it. Um, one of the things most people don't like sales is because it's all about talking Hmm. and good sales is really about listening and transparency where bad sales is about talking and trickaroos. And so most of the negative connotations really are only with the poor part of sales. And so I'll ask people, you know, George, have you ever worked with a great salesperson? You'd say, yes. I said, how did that feel? So George, how does it feel to work with a good salesperson? It's, it's great. It's, you know, helping me come to a decision-making process and not feeling like I'm being pushed something. Yep. And we just ask them, do you, which one do you want to be? Like want to be, we, yeah, I, 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 I want to be that great salesperson. So the difference is skill. Mm. So you want to learn how to talk to people properly or, or not. And then we teach, um, what I would consider the five keys, which would be how you set up the appointment with full transparency, giving them the agenda, how long it's going to take, asking for consent. And then in the appointment or whatever sales conversation you're having, actually let them know, here's exactly what we're going to cover. Here's how long it's going to take. Um, right. Ask them questions about their goals and their problems and why is now a good time and explain things at a fourth grade language level. And then give them a couple simple choices. And even when I think about how I felt, George, with you sending me the exact agenda of what we we're going to talk about, I knew it wasn't going to be exactly those words. But gosh, the the way you set me at ease, I knew exactly what to expect. I knew exactly how long this is going to take. Right? Like mm-hmm. that feels amazing because ultimately you're selling the concept that I want to be, need to be comfortable and engaging on your your podcast and I mean you do that you, I mean that was exactly what you did. Well, I, I certainly appreciate well thank you um and I appreciate that. I think that that expectations are such a fundamental thing to any kind of of of, of relationship if we're talking about having you on a podcast or we're talking about mm-hmm. it's going to be a sales appointment or whatever it is. Knowing that up front, um, I think, and, and then reinforcing it throughout the process. Here's here's what we're going to be doing next. Here's what you can expect. It, it seems you know once once you sort of get that, it's it, it seems obvious. But why don't people do that? They just don't know. Hmm. So a lot of people they know ask questions. They have no idea which questions. 
they know be authentic, but what does that even mean? It's like when I coach on time management, everyone's heard be intentional, right? So you have all these people giving, and I mean no disrespect, because this is obviously a 20 person, 20 minute talk as well, but um, you know, a big really high level talks, right? motivational speeches, 20 minute keynotes, things like that. And you get a really high level of view and you get things like be intentional, be authentic, show them you care. But for a novice, what does that actually mean? Right? You need the actual words, George. Usually what I do is set up an appointment. We'll go over your goals, a little bit about the company and you know, the most popular kits in, in the example of network marketing. My part will take about a half an hour. You don't have to get anything, but if you see something you like, I'll help you order it. Is that something you, that you would find helpful? Yes. No. Exactly, right? Easy, right? You, it, so most people, they just don't have those words. They don't have access to high quality sales training because most sales training is priced mm -hmm. so far out of the average entrepreneur space. And so what they're left with is you know, platitudes, I think. Yeah. So, so we get into the actual, here is the wording to prove your authenticity, not just because I have, I've asked probably 25,000 people what's hard for you when it comes to sales through all the different webinars we've done. Mm -hmm. And every single time they say, I want people to know I'm authentic. Well, on the customer end, everyone is like, oh, these sales, these people that are trying to sell stuff, they're not authentic. What, on the other side, everyone is saying, I don't know how to communicate my authenticity. And so what we, what we do is we give them words to say, you know, acknowledge the awkward, like, here's your process, acknowledge the awkward, give an agenda and ask for consent. Right. And we give them a few examples and then it's a lot easier because any, I, I grew up actually selling knives. Have you heard of Cutco knives? Of course. Yeah. So, um, that's what I did in college and the five years after college, so we would teach 18 year old kids how to sell knives. And it's amazing when you just, not a script, but like an outline and they just understand, okay, here's what we're trying to communicate and let's practice this two or three times. And then they go out and crush it. As entrepreneurs, when was the last time you sat down, wrote an outline, <laughs> practiced mm -hmm. it a few times. And I mean, you don't eat if you don't make sales in your business. That's right. Well, everything you're saying is certain. You are you are preaching to the choir with me. Um, oh, I believe it. People who are listening, I, I, I you know, I, I think that so many people resist everything that that you're talking about, and I don't know, I don't know why people resist process and 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 really having a defined sales process, and then I don't understand why they why why re, why re, why we resist training it and, and, and role playing because the only way that you're ever going to get better at this is, is to do those things is to have a good idea of what the interview is going to flow like. Um, and then to get better at it. And the more you do that, then you are able to become that authentic version, but you need to get the basics down first. That's right. You know, and that's true of Fortune 100 companies that 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 I've been a part of in the past that uh, that right. struggle to to create sales process, and it's certainly true of of the people that we're talking about today, which is you know you and I, and just people who are who are interested in starting their own business. You need to have that track to run on, and and you know there's a reason trains run on tracks. It's a lot more efficient. It's safer for everybody, and you're going to get to your desired. Uh, 
um, destination. So that's nice. a great analogy. May I please steal that? Oh, but, yeah, by all means. Yeah, I ask people why why, why why do trains run on tracks? And there's a lot of different reasons. So that's so good. And I think that there's so much power in in, in having the right questions to ask. And what's hard about making sales? I think that's a question that that you obviously ask everybody. And if we were to ask ourselves that question and then why don't people buy, those are so powerful. Um, cause it's going to get to the heart of really what your beliefs are. And you gotta, you gotta over, overcome any existing negativity that you, that you might have. Otherwise you're not going to be successful. Yeah. You mentioned earlier, why don't I think people do that? I think also people don't think there's a way out. They, they have this idea that this is what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to, you're supposed to feel, right? Because the, the mindset industry, people will say, well, I'm not a salesperson, so I'm going to go over to mindset training to go and overcome all of this rejection <laughs> so mm-hmm. I can have a better mindset. Yeah. Or you could improve your sales skills and encounter less rejection. And I just think there's this idea that how it is is how it has to be and I have to overcome. And, I'm, and sales training is not an easier way by any means. Um, but it is a path out of it being so hard. Right? I'm a. I was supposed to be a lawyer. I am not, by any means, like was a natural. Um, you know, there are some kids that were naturals. I was the one that always had a scowl on their face, like <laughs> my face, and uh, my mom would give me a hard time for always being rude and why don't you smile at people? And then you know, I happened upon a summer job and they were like, this is an amazing product and here's how you explain it to people. And then they bought and I fell in love with this idea of helping people solve their problems, the way people lit up when they bought. And I don't know if you've noticed, like it's about making it easier to buy. It's not about convincing someone to do something they don't want to do. It's about removing barriers, Mm -hmm. um, to whatever the transformation is. And just, I just fell in love with that when I was 20 years old, which is such a geeky thing to fall in love with when you're 20 is sales. So I tossed my LSAT book and (laughs) (laughs) my parents were so happy. This Uh, is for me. Sorry, I'm going to devote my life to sales training as opposed to, you know, going to a top tier law school. I, I think it's amazing. You know, it's, it's, if you're able to, to positively influence people, to, to, to move from one step to the next, then I think that that's nothing but a good thing. And obviously we're knowing that, that our intentions are pure and, 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 and we're trying to help people. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so going back to that, um, just the idea of becoming a professional in this is like, as, 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 as you were talking, I was thinking about, um, just getting better at anything. If it's, you know, I'm interested in cooking and starting cooking versus being a, a Michelin star winning chef. It's, I'm going to get into karate versus being a black belt in karate. Well, sales is absolutely no different than that. Just because you've been doing it for a little while does not make you a professional. And there's always opportunities to be getting better. So I think that this is for people who are maybe thinking about getting into sales, but then also for people who've been in it. Yeah. Agreed. It's funny you mentioned karate. My daughters are both training for their black belt right now, and yeah. I've watched them since they were three go through this process. Um, and I think that as adults, we don't want to go through the process anymore. We feel like we've arrived when we work with someone, we assess their skill. 
Are you a zero? I've never done it before. Are you a one? I tried and I stink. Are you a two? I can do this. And are you three? I can do a training on it. And we ask people just to assess them. And it's so amazing how freeing it is when they realize, oh, I'm just, the reason I can't do two nunchucks is because I'm an orange belt. That makes sense to me, right? As opposed to I'm good or I'm bad. And that's like a an identity almost that they pick up. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Like I'm on the path. I, I, I know that I'm progressing. So I'm going to give myself a little bit of grace. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. I love it. Well, Tasha, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Well, if you want to get better at sales, what I, I want a couple things I want you to think about is what is the customer experiencing? Take a like, close your eyes and think, you know, what are they? Not to be too hokey, but what are they praying for at night that you can help with? Um, what are the problems that they're having, um, and what does their life look like without your solution? And that really helps us to be in a good space to you know, reach out to people, to have conversations with them, to be more confident because it's about providing value, not proving value. And so we have to be really careful. We stay out of this proving value space and we just try to provide it. And we see ourselves as a problem solver. Like how many problems can I solve per day and track that? Uh, and you'll see, you'll see your business grow and your happiness and your joy uh, and your feelings of accomplishment and success grow so that you can avoid that burnout and have long-term success. Well, that is great stuff that definitely gets Come on. Come on. you got to provide value, not prove value. That is great language right there, Tasha. I love it. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? How can they engage with you? Um, well, probably the best thing, is it okay if I give them a copy of my book? Of course. Okay, cool. So if you go to customerfirstbook.com, um, you can get a free PDF or the Amazon links are there uh, to my book called Customer First. And uh, that's probably the easiest way to download and, you know, get our emails and such. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash emerge sales training. Uh, those are probably the places where we're most active. Um, our main website is emergesalestraining.com. You can check us out. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Tasha your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas or for somebody who is is getting started in sales or somebody who's been in sales for a long time. Go to customerfirstbook.com, get a copy of the book, go to Facebook, and also you can find them on their website, which I will link to in the notes. Thank you again, Tasha. Thank you so much, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.